Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you not quite live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast in the Cathet region, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahoman Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer, and joining me as usual, and taking, no, not taking the reins, we're together on this episode, Jill Kirby from Victoria, who is also an astrologer. Welcome, Jill. Hello, yes. So this is going to be the September forecast, which will be actually up on the website, but won't air on the radio until the weekend of the 27th. I am going to be in camps at a wedding. My grandson. Can't believe it. He's getting yeah. married. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My granddaughter starting her second year. She's turning 19. So. Yeah, well, he's turning 30. Like, well, yeah, well, my God, my eldest turned 49 last yeah. year. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know, I know. <sighs> the, shock, <laughs> the shock of it all. It okay, so as I said in my, my little write-up, September is kind of this, this interlude in between, because August, and we're still in August, although the, the main triggers have backed off, but the tension, um, you know, is not going to go away until Uranus and Saturn finally go their separate ways. Um, but right now for the month of September, nobody's really pinging them to no, emphasize it. No, they're just sort of pinging each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think it's, it's, it's rather fitting because it is the Libra equinox. It's the, you know, it's sort of like a transition from one yes. season to the next and yeah. from what those that grand cross that was, was not going to quit last yeah. <laughs> this last couple of weeks yeah getting into the race up to their last square between Saturn. yeah yeah, yeah. So feels like yeah you know Libra's balance point so it's like yeah well let's see where the balance comes down here <laughs> Okay, so what I thought I would do is actually use solar fire and um, take us through, is this the one I want? No, that's not what I want. I want this one in the background. No, not that one. <laughs> I'll get the right one here. So this one probably. No, not that one. That one. Yes. Okay, so see if I can get it bigger. Yes, and we will animate it. So we're just going to go through the month, um, you know, sort of step by step. Oh, no, that's not it. It didn't do that. Oh, you. That's not bleakety, it. Bleakety, bleakety. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll just back it up. And uh, rather than trying to, to fight it because we can do that with animate. It's just a wonderful thing. So um, at the start of September here, um, we have uh, obviously the Saturn Uranus. They're both retrograde, but of course Saturn in its retrograde moves a lot quicker. And so it will get down to, um, I think they get to 37 minutes at its most tense. Yeah, they're not exact to the minute, but they are exact to the degree when they're square. Yeah, exactly. And that's close. I mean, they're already close enough to degrees. Yeah. close enough. Exactly, exactly. So it's not like they're miles to go. They're yeah. real. Yeah. Easy. 
And so the rest of the planets kind of fall as follows. Obviously, the sun is in Virgo. Mercury is in Libra, and he will be stationing during September. Um, Venus is in Leo. So as we're taping this, I do believe Venus has finally entered into Leo, which should kind of lighten the mood a little bit for this last uh, little bit of summer. Um, obviously, Saturn's still in Aquarius, Pluto is still in Capricorn, Neptune is in Pisces, and all of the outers are now retrograde, um, you know, including Jupiter in Aries, it stationed back just uh, a little while ago at eight degrees, um, so it's still in Aries, though, and um, Mars... And they're on the opposite side of the planet to where it's Say again? Just pointing out that the reason they are retrograde, the, re the reason they go retrograde is because they're opposite where the sun is. Exactly. When exactly. The planets do their retrograde. Yeah. Good point. Good point. And Mars is now in Gemini. And, you know, of course, Mars, we know, is going to be there until like March of next year. And so we might spend a bit of time um, talking about this whole piece about Mars whenever it does do its retrograde it can do it for quite a significant amount of time especially if the stations fall within the same sign and which is what it's going to do so um, it would be wise for people to kind of look in their charts and see just exactly where gemini is and know that between now and december i think is when it stations at 25 degrees uh, that you're you're getting you're getting familiar with the, the terrain that is going to have to be um, um, reconsidered, redone. You know all of the rewords that go with any kind of retrograde. And if and for people who have planets in the other mutable signs, for exactly, example, exactly, and um, Pisces, yeah. um, they'll they'll feel the Mars more than. And yes, exactly. And so like in the spring, when we had that big mashup in Pisces, um, which, you know, will be a different feel than with this Mars and Gemini. But, you know, the, the folks that are, you know, caught up in the grand fixed square, they're kind of going to go, well, yeah, no, you go deal with that Mars and Gemini. We don't do mutable. <laughs> We, we have enough on our plate, right? And the Cardinal guys are going, sure, you guys do that because we've got our hands full with just Pluto. Thank you very much. Although the Aries, <laughs> people with Aries. Well, well that's true. They feel the yeah. Yes. yeah. So in terms of Mars being in an air sign, it's not really happy because Mars is action oriented. It wants to get things done done and so it can be a bit challenged when it's in an air sign yeah um, a lot of, lot of uh, mental activity with yeah Mars. yeah which is not necessarily action no right? yeah so um don't be surprised if it you know if it does get uncomfortable at some point during this long stay in gemini and the air, signs, the air signs have a lot to do with the nervous system, too. Yes. That is the mental activity. So you could get kind of worn down with just the wheels spinning in your mind. Right. Much. Yeah. 
Um, so Good that's point. Yeah. Think about in terms of just taking care of yourself, like, yeah, you know, finding ways to use your energy, you know, even if your mind's going, you know, go for a walk. And yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Or get really serious about learning breathing techniques. Yes, that, <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, yeah. it is the air. Yeah. That's real long. Ex breathing exercises would be a yes. really good yeah yeah and walking is a good way to get that happening exactly exactly um what else did you so interesting that we have moon opposite uranus as we kick off the month so. exactly exactly so i'm just going to add a few more things about that mars in gemini <laughs> Um, so it is the field of gossip and slander um, when Mars is there and it's afflicted if it's not being a, a good Mars. Um, and so things like stampeded by rumors would, be, mm -hmm. would fall into that. Um, cyber warfare can also be, you know, so this could be when you know, somebody starts dishing your email and you're like, oh, for God's sakes, you know, like yeah, so that kind of disruption. The other thing, unfortunately. And also, oh, sorry. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. I'm just going to say that also Mars is very sharp. And so yes. Mars and Gemini can be a very sharp tongue. Yes. That, you know, you might say things. Yeah. yeah. Afterwards. Yes. So if you're noticing, you know, with this long-term Mars in Gemini, you know, that you, your irritation level is going up. Yeah, you're gonna, you've got time before it goes retrograde to actually get a handle on it. Now, the other thing, unfortunately- the irritation, I've got this loud noise, I have to shut the door. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. So the other thing, of course, it could impact is travel of any variety. So this is car problems, this is train problems, this is airplane problems, this is, and so this also could be um, the start of major disruptions around our supply chain stuff. It could also well. be accidents. Yeah, accidents and because yeah. because you are your mind's too busy with other yeah. you're distracted and yeah. and so yeah you know your mind's yeah. going too fast and yeah, yeah exactly so the one thing that people are saying that it can be really excellent for is writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, getting motiv motivated to write. So whether that's your thesis, whether that's the book you've been swearing you should write or any of those kinds of things. Yeah. Or, you know, sending out, uh, you know, writing to your uh, MLA or whatever. Yeah. You might want to get started right at the beginning of September with yeah. Mercury training Mars. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so let's just, yeah, like Jill was about to do, dive into, so we'll just kind of do a daily thing because, yeah, we've, yeah. Okay, so kicking off. Yeah, I just first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a Thursday. Um, I am going to be, where am I? <laughs> I'm traveling, so I am doing the Mars and Gemini thing. Ah, I'm going to have to be very, and I'm doing all the driving, so I have to be very careful. <laughs> Yeah. 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 And so the moon and Scorpio there conjunct the south yeah. node. You know, yeah. this is quite a kickoff to the month. I exactly. Think. So it's reminding it's us. It's highlighting, you know, don't yeah. forget 
Saturn and Uranus are getting yep, yep. And the moon will do that. Probably and it'll probably. pull them together because it, yep. it's going to make the aspect to Uranus and hook it up. Yep. And that Venus is likely going to add an element of drama and yeah, to that whole to that whole shtick yes. that day. Okay, so um, we do have a sextile on the first between Mars and the Jupiter that is retrograde. And so this could be one of those days where uh, foot and mouth disease could get you in trouble, you know, too sharply spoken. Yeah. Well, especially with Mercury and Libra opposite that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, like, I think a good time to start writing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the, the actual exact opposition is the next day with Mercury in Jupiter. Um, but that Mars is still going to be pinging it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you've got contract type negotiation type things, um, you know, and you don't think you're being heard, this would be a good aspect to play with. Um, uh, now the moon is in Sag, which will help out as well. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking of someone who's in uh, union negotiations. And so, yeah, um, that first couple of days, but unfortunately that will be, I guess that's the long weekend. Yeah, so people will be traveling. Mm. And um, yeah, so tempers flaring, you know, who's got the right of way, uh -huh. who's in the bigger hurry. Oh, uh -huh. dear. And I'll be traveling too. Okay. <laughs> breathe. Remember to breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, our next aspect is Venus, of course, is now coming into the final degrees of Leo. So she's going to be doing an in conjunct. Um, or she's just passing that in conjunct to Pluto, um, but she's getting ready to join um, with the sun in Virgo. Now, Venus isn't particularly happy in Virgo. Um, you know, she moves in there. She'll, be, the do but she'll be doing a, a mutual reception with Mercury in her sign. That's true. That's true. So that will probably help it out a bit. Um, so why Venus and Virgo is not necessarily happy. Um, there's just way too much attention to detail. You know, it's like this getting it perfect. No, it needs to be pleasing. She's a little less hardcore um, than a Virgo signature would want. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, obviously, if you're born with it, you are hardcore into getting things perfect which must be kind of awkward in things like relationships because <laughs> that would be yes. ugh, yeah she's be her perfectly friend. beautiful <laughs> yes exactly exactly okay so our next one of course so now mercury is grinding to a halt and um on the ninth he um he turns a retrograde when are we are we eight nine there we go um, and so this is one of the reasons why Saturn is sort of kind of off the hook this month, because um, the, nobody gets up that high, right, except for the moon. Um, and um, by the time we leave the month, the sun still wouldn't have gotten up that high. They are the outer, the inner planets are going to be making aspects to um, Uranus. 
but nobody's really going to do it with Saturn. So it'll be just that. And we're all getting very familiar with that background tension that is our lives right now. Um, so with Mercury retrograde, of course, it's uh, three weeks of uh, rethink, redo, reschedule, breathe. Um, and so the, the equality in face-to-face -face encounters, there's going to be adjustments, I guess, is probably one of the simplest ways of putting it. What would you add to that? Yeah, I think you've got to think twice before you speak in terms of your personal relationships. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just considering the other and what your words might, how they might be heard. Mm -hmm. We can never know for sure, but, you know, with the Mars thing, it's kind of like, yeah, we need to give that a little more attention. Yeah. Because they are trining as this one goes station. Yeah. And, and attention and intention. Like, what are you trying to say? What, yeah. do you, what do you really want to convey? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, as per usual, if you're in some sort of contractual scenario, um, once it's turned retrograde, you want, you're going to make sure that you go through things that you actually pay attention. And if there's things that need to be redone or rewritten, do them, yeah. And also I think in relationships, always good when Mercury's retrograde, especially in Libra like that, to kind of repeat back what you're hearing the other person say. Ah, to make sure you're actually- so Rather than reacting with that Mars input, you might just react, but just, you know, what I'm hearing you say is this, is I got that right. Yeah. You know, you don't want to jump the gun and yeah. overreact to something. Yeah. Because that can really not help your relationship. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yeah. Very Especially cool. with Venus in Virgo, like being picky. Yeah. Picky, <laughs> picky. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So our next deal, I'm going to with this and you'll tell me if it keeps us in oh, and it looks like looks like the moon is opposite the midpoint of those two uh, ah, sun on that and, day sun, yeah sun and uh on that day so, so sorry where are we yeah so it is the full moon in pisces and so, so is that's what's up on the screen looks like that yep. excellent let me get it in a little better I like it better on this one because it's a little less cluttered the screen. So our first uh, moon scenario is the full moon. It's at 17. No, this is now it changed. Oh, you bugger you. Uh, five. No, four. No, three. Yes, no. Where the hell did it go? I don't know. What did you it's do with it? gone what's six no that's the new moon i've got millions of new moons there we go it's there it is too <laughs> for those listening you're like i was just being goofy with trying to put my visuals up and i didn't say this at the beginning but just a reminder if you do want to see the charts you can go to my website www.cardinalastrology.ca and you too can see a very interesting full moon, which oh. is conjunct Neptune. So, you know, where the first week of school is passed and um, 
you know, you've got this fogged out moment. No. <laughs> well, and Moon is sextiling Uranus. Well, well, Neptune and Pluto are doing their sextile as well. So right. kind of pulling all, pulling all that together, really. It is. It um, is. Yeah, because the moon moves pretty quickly from one to the next. Yes, it yes. does. And, and you've got a, a yod there too between the sun and Chiron. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we've still got the Mars, Mercury. Our sun, Saturn, yeah. 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 So what do we want to say about this? Um, that can be uncomfortable. <laughs> it probably could be. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. there could be, I'm thinking with the moon, Neptune, and that sextile to Uranus is um, there could be this um, moment, you know, or day or 24 hours anyway, in which Gaia um, gets to like infuse us with a message. I'm just going to like, oh, yeah, for out sure. there because Mercury yeah. is stationing. Okay. Mercury is still stationed. Yeah. It rules yeah. the sun in Virgo. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that moon is on the midpoint of, of uh, Chiron uh, Saturn. So, oh, okay. So, oh, the sun is as well because they're. Yeah. 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 Well, I so, think, yes. so. Yeah, so I think you've got that Saturn Chiron, but it's it's a midpoint to mm -hmm. highlight, I guess, the need for healing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Old, old wounds and the wounds that are, you know, yeah, being inflicted by powers that ought not to be. Mm -hmm. Well, and and the state of the uh, the world right now in terms of uh, weather systems and extremes and stuff. Um, you know, Gaia is making the message pretty damn clear that the tipping points are past and, you know, um, the new world is one that where she will not be denied. We no. have to pay attention to. Yeah, I mean, again, you've got both sun and moon pointing at Uranus here. Yeah, exactly. Not at Saturn. You're pointing at Uranus saying, yeah. this is where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Not back to the old. Yeah. But forward to a whole new, a whole new earth, a new yeah. relationship with our earth. Exactly, exactly. Because Venus rules that, and it know, does. It does. A sign of balance and stationing. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, we need to. Yeah. This will be an interesting person who comes in on this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Going to have the power to get things spoken and the insight and or energetic connection. Yes. maybe make a difference yeah yeah my niece and nephew just had a new baby on the 11th oh full uh, moon baby yeah 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 oh and a square Ooh. dynamic oh, yeah. person part of the two part of that yeah great. yeah 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 very dynamic person went, whoa <laughs> oh yeah exactly okay. <laughs> got a tiger by the tail there yeah. but productive right like get things done yeah Okay, so can I get back to the anime? Let's see now, what chart is this one? What day is this? No, that's too far. Let's see, that's the US, we don't want him yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start from the full moon, yeah. 
All right, we'll start from there. We'll change the look. Let me know when it, um, if it's not tracking with what I'm doing here. Okay, so do we still have the chart up? The chart is there, yes. Okay, there we go. So our next day is, uh, so the sun is, pulling that full moon forward because it's now directly aspecting Uranus. Well, an interesting date too. I mean, September. Yeah. Yes. Yes, actually. Good point. 9-11. Yeah, 9-11. That's right. And we do have a yod to that sun from, like you were saying, that Chiron. Saturn. Um, Saturn. Yeah. So the sun yeah. is definitely. It's still activating the kind of yeah. issue there. The yeah. Two. And I would say, you know, even though Mars now has gone up to, a well, it's almost 12. So the, the challenge between Mercury um, making it really easy to just cut through Mars and Gemini, it's retrograde now. So saying it correctly will be difficult, um, yeah. but the heat is coming down on that, which is. Yeah, because Mars is going to prompt you to say things before you're ready to say yeah them. and mercury <laughs> retrograde really goes, really <laughs> yeah mercury retrograde needs you to just woo, chill a little bit okay mercury, mercury retrograde needs to learn to say i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yes yes good point good point okay so the 12th i think two we're just sort of pulling the same well, and venus and mars are squaring each other as well yeah they that comes by that goes into exactitude on september the 16th yeah people in, in the mutable that part of the mutable yeah. in the middle yeah. are going to be feeling that yeah exactly so that builds and the other thing that's building, of course, is the sun is catching up to Neptune. And so those uh, four planets reach exactitude on the same day. Ooh. And that is on the 16th. So, yeah. So Venus hits 14 degrees. Mars is at 14. The sun is going to oppose Neptune. And the only guy that's sort of pulling them together will be Mercury. And mm -hmm. Mercury is opposite Jupiter still um, yep. because they're both retrograde. So they're both, they must be moving kind of at the same rate. Um, and yeah, so that could be a very interesting couple of days. Yeah, I think the, the Mercury-Jupiter thing mind you need to mind not exaggerating things yes yes and yet where is that going to come out that's going to come out in um uh, romantic relationships personal relationships for sure because the juice is up like Venus, well, mars in a square especially as the moon is hitting mars there yes yeah so um, this would be one of those warning, 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 if you don't want to get pregnant. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, be not confused. Um, what else? Um, yeah, so this could be incredibly passionate and hopefully appropriate. But yeah. yeah, and also it can, you know, you can speak from, you know, too much emotion when you're. Yes. You know, you're not thinking clearly because yeah. the 
there. And, you know, that'll be true on the 16th and 17th because yeah. it's going to blow through there pretty quickly. But yeah, then it's going to be squaring that sun. Yeah, yep. sun Neptune. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, and that can that can confuse things too. So yeah, so that is the weekend, the middle weekend of September. Yeah, uh, might be good to watch daredevilly type movies where there's plenty of sex and fun and whatever. Yeah, just do it vicariously <laughs> rather than trying to act it out in your real life. <laughs> yeah, and just you know, be aware of that things are things may not be what they seem yeah yes exactly with that neptune mm -hmm. it, that neptune is always prone to that yeah pink fairy dust yeah yeah you know whether it's self-deception or being deceived by others which yeah. the opposition from the sun that could be um yeah. but yeah just kind of not checking your brain at the door and yes good i like that i like that. thinking through you know what i'm hearing yes may not be the absolute truth yeah yeah and, but it will be said with flair mars and you know it's like yeah there'd be this warrior spirit to it it's like yes we can do this yeah yeah a tricky weekend this one yeah well in yeah. several days i would think probably. yes exactly yeah. mars is slowing down so it's going to grind its way through there yep yep okay so we are now at the 16th so yeah and sort of the culmination of what we're talking about will be the 18th because that's when the jupiter mercury thing goes exact well, and interesting, you've got moon at zero there, zero of cancers. Oh, yes. And we are getting the trine to Pluto from the sun. Well, I think, and I think the moon at zero yeah. cancer is, you know, is sort of a, a segue into the upcoming yes. equinox, right? equinox. Yeah, the turning That's, of the wheel. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so it's changing uh, yeah. into a new cycle, new yeah. season kind of thing exactly mm -hmm. okay so there could be some power flexing on you know uh, with the sun pluto trine um, yeah it's yeah. still i mean it's still very much opposite neptune as well yeah. you know i think the mass mass media particularly you know don't drink the kool-aid people yeah <laughs> yes because yes. there's yeah. a lot there to drink and you don't want to do that it's you have to bring in that Saturnian ability to mm -hmm. get clear. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Monday we see uh, Venus is triggering Uranus. Um, and so that will remind us that in the background, there is this tension, but again, it's Gaia getting to speak, which I like. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And so this could be very much agricultural of some sort. Yeah, well, it's a lot yeah. going on with that right now. For yeah, sure. exactly. So we could get some new announcements. We could, uh, you know, um, new revelations about the state of the planet and what's going to work and that type of thing the other thing to note here is that the alliances the nodes are now at the 15 degree point in uh, part 
And yeah. that, is, that is the halfway point between the solstice equinox points, yeah. right? Yeah. So that triggers that or resonates that zero axis. Agree. Yeah, exactly. So, and it'll be there for several days. Quite yeah. So that's, you know. So, that, yeah, that'll be part of the equinox, actually. That's sort of where we're coming from, where we're going to, what, you know, yeah. and, you know Uranus is pulling for. Let's do something really new and different here on this yes. planet. Yes. Or go, or go back to basics, really, because Saturn, yeah. Taurus likes the basics. Yes. Yes. And Venus in Virgo, it's in a, you know, it's about the harvest and yes, you need yeah. to be able to harvest stuff. We need to grow stuff. Yeah. That's healthy <laughs> and not poisoned. And, and yeah, exactly. And I think more and more people are turning to that. And, yeah. and you know, I think that Uranus and Taurus conjunct the North node. It really is a grassroots movement that's happening. Yes. Yeah. In a you know, literal as well as figurative sense of that term. Yeah. You can't yeah. get much more grassroots than Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So we are setting up for on the 20th. Oh, you just passed moon opposite Pluto there. <laughs> oh, I did. That'll be a day. That'll be a day. Yeah, that is true. Um, okay. So we have, and I will just try instead of going for the chart, we'll just run this forward. Um, okay. It's right about there. Yeah. Okay. You need to yeah. 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 I can back it up just a few minutes. Yeah. But basically, we have both the sun and um, so this would be the halfway point of the Mercury retrograde when this when Mercury catches up to the sun again. Um, and uh, so it's within the heart of the sun. And why that is important is when Mercury is in the heart of the sun, then Mercury, from an ancient's point of view, becomes incredibly powerful. And so we will look at what is it ruling in this chart. There we go. There's the actual equinox here on the West Coast, 7.604 p.m. And Mercury, yeah, Mercury will be highlighting that Venus and that uh, Mars and Gemini. Yeah, by being yeah. in the heart yeah. of the sun. Who are still basically squaring each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They and are. she's still opposite Neptune. <laughs> yes, yeah. Ooh, so what could we say? And and of course, Mars then would be almost squaring that Neptune. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think yeah. you got it. I mean, it's not it's not a close T square, but you got a T square half forming there between. Yeah, exactly. Mars. And then, like you were saying earlier, we've got the Venus. nodal axis is on the bendings for the you know the the equinox angles absolutely it's a semi-square to that sun Mercury. Yep. yeah exactly ha huh. so um face-to-face -face relationships that have juice big juice that's the way i see mars venus whenever they square off with each other yeah, yeah. Um, but again you know misunderstandings with that neptune yes, yes. especially with mercury retrograde yeah in sign of relationships be be very aware yes um, yeah. 
So contracts, anything that has detail, Venus in Virgo, um, yeah, the detail, it, the detail might be there, but the analysis might not be correct. With that. Exactly. Hidden in plain sight. <laughs> that happens a lot, it seems. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, I think that's, yeah, you kind of really got to keep your eye on that and just keep your mind on, am I hearing what I think I'm hearing? Yes. Know? Yeah. Exactly. And, and how trustworthy are my sources and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And you got that yeah. in conjunct between the moon and, and, and Pluto. Pluto that day too. Yeah, which, well, and this would be what this chart has, right? Is that yeah, yeah. in conjunct to Pluto. Yeah. Ha. Huh. That's, that's pretty intense. Stuff yes. Too. I mean, in a mundane sense, the moon is people. So yeah. People are not not really enamored of the powers that are controlling. <laughs> yeah, at this particular point in time, or yeah. what they're trying to put across. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the moon is just past the opposition to Saturn too. So it's yeah, it's it's not not liking that whole thing. No, no, it's not. Huh. Okay. How are we doing for time? Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, and so obviously this, because Mercury is retrograde by the end of this day, it will have backed up into Virgo mm -hmm. um, and will be, you know, very quickly going to catch up to a conjunction with that Venus. Um, yeah. So we have the exact opposition in a couple of days between Venus and Neptune, which, you know, if you're of the, oh, that's minutes, that's two days. <laughs> okay, so if you are at all inclined to artistic, spiritual, you know, like a Venus-Neptune combination does pull in um, other realities other inspiration yeah yeah i mean I, neptune is not all bad but no. it, it is a challenging energy yeah because yeah. it's very slippery it's yes. not nothing is clear with neptune yeah so if you're you know if you're meditating and trying to connect with source and draw in from that that's great with neptune because that's what yeah. it's, especially in pisces that's what it's that's its forte. Yeah. But if Monday, you're if, if some, with the real if, world stuff, yeah. not so much because yeah. that's not yeah. Neptune in Pisces territory. Yeah. And, and Virgo really wants that. So the clarity yeah. is not coming through, and that can be very frustrating as well. Yeah. Or you could look at it as, and again, this is this is on a Friday, right? So the tall, dark, handsome stranger, you know, that's smiling sweetly at you, you can go, okay, when the mask falls off, you know, it's not going to be pretty, but maybe for this evening, I can just enjoy it. Yeah, but check, you know, check, yeah. check the ring finger. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And those two are trining Pluto. Yes, they are. So yeah, yeah. so danger, danger, danger. Hugely passionate with yes, trine, especially yeah. earthy signs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, proper protection 
is recommended. <laughs> oh, and moon, moon rapidly approaching the two of them. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes. It'll be a hot weekend that could yield results that you don't really want. Yeah. Unless you do want them. Unless you, yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, so we are coming up very quickly then to the new moon, which happens on the yes, uh, equinox, which is interesting. Yeah, just after the equinox. Yeah, so let me, oops, no, I want hours here. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is probably close enough. Okay, so we do have that Venus now is trining Pluto for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and Jupiter is, you know, it's all hail the new moon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's right opposite it. Um, and That's Mars true. is, yeah. this is like I said, at the end of the month, Mars does catch up to Saturn. And so it's coming up to its trine. Um, nobody's really speaking to uh, Uranus, though, at, at this particular juncture. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Because, so what do we think of Jupiter? Well, it a new moon. Saturn's talking to Uranus. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And it's talking louder and louder because they're getting closer and closer. Well, I think the new moon is, uh, you know, Jupiter is very much about um, uh, rights and freedoms and justice and right. all that stuff. So, you know, there may be some talk around that. Um, yeah. So instigating with, with something. The sign, you know, the sign of balance is all about justice as well. Yeah. You know, f Venus likes fairness. I mean, the you know, the Libra thing is always about, it's not there. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there's that that piece of it. And, you know, Jupiter wants, you know, fair, not just fairness, but, you know, the bigger. So this, this could be the kind of energy where you, because of the Jupiter, you're able to, um, you know, proudly and with with the right kind of rhetoric, state your side of the argument or, or of the situation in order to well, have the clarity to come up with something that is a compromise yeah and and, and looking at the big picture not just yes not, yes not getting caught up in the details which is that mercury venus and yeah Virgo thing yeah really getting a, a bigger picture view of what what is out there and what so it might be actually pretty good start energy for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This could be, you know, sort of a, a quasi-electional chart. Actually, uh, with literally here on the West Coast, uh, the new moon could be a reasonably decent, although Jupiter is surrounded by Mars and Saturn. Maybe not. <laughs> It's, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Jupiter, you know, Jupiter is retrograde. It's going to back that's up. That's true. It's, that's it's true. On its way back, so, just for a, a yeah. brief visit because it's not going to stay there long. Yeah. But just dipping its toe back in to say goodbye to, to all that. Um, yeah. 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 So this might be when you set the target date for 
the grand opening or the great beginning or whatever. Yeah. Well, the planning session that well, yeah, gets the big vision and yeah. you know what are the steps to get there I, do, and yeah. yeah, doing your research with Mercury retrograde, really yeah. looking at all the details with the book yeah. as well as the big picture with the Jupiter. Yeah. So yeah, really not missing any of it because yeah. yeah. so this could be when the team picks a leader or um, picks the agenda, um, the big picture agenda, which would be- I'm looking at what kind of leadership you have with Mars, trying Saturn too, making sure you have strong, strong leaders and people who know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually all in all, you know, of all the days in this month, this new moon looks actually quite lovely. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. And you know, I mean, the. But the new one is, is setting the tone for yeah. the whole season. So yeah, what was going on then is really kind of what we're looking at for that. Yeah, yeah. All righty. So after that, obviously, we get the exact conjunction the next day between uh, Venus and Mercury. Um, and... Yeah. And the exact opposition of uh, Sun and Jupiter. Oh, yes. Yes, exactly. Okay, so more of the same, actually, just fine tuning, one could say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the moon in that grand trine with uh, Mars and Saturn. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, that can be uh, not a bad thing. No, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially. Yeah, because in between this, you know, you know, it just popped popped into my mind. This would be the day. uh, What day is it? This is a Monday. So this is the day you go to your prof with your uh, thesis proposal. Mm. Yeah. And be ready to, he's, he's going to tweak it. He's going to be it, ready but, to revise it because it, yeah. it's a perfect time for revisions because that's yeah. what Mercury's all about. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so you're gonna you're gonna come off as being um, having your act together with that grand uh, trine. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean the trine Pluto. Uh, it's still opposite Neptune though. So that's true. That's, that's true. you know, again, that's just something yeah. to mind for. Yeah. <laughs> always. <laughs> always, always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah. Tricky, that's- tricky little devil is Neptune. Yes. Yes, it is. As it's very beautiful side, but boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the very next day, we get uh, Mercury retrograde now is exactly trying Pluto. Mercury or Mars is, um, he's trining Saturn. Exactly. So again, we're just kind of pulling out that uh, that new moon energy. And it's getting dragged into, you know, that this last week of September. Yeah. And of course, we're inching. So we're almost down to the same degree between Saturn and 
Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. so that will begin to sort of take precedent over these minor days that we are we're sort of attempting to wax eloquently as we both. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, la, 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 la to the big square in the sky. It's, it's really in the it's really in the background the whole time. Oh yeah, the whole time. Because but, they are they are inexorably working their way towards that. Yeah, yeah. That, that square. And you know, yeah. Yeah. And so by the time we get to the end of September, their last hoorah will start to get really loud. Yeah. 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 And then we close out the month with Venus saying bye-bye to Mercury, who is still retrograde. Um, and she goes, ah, into the land of beauty. Back in my home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then being opposite yeah, yeah. Jupiter, there could be, you know, sort of right here at the end of the month, a couple of days of self-indulgence. And, and Well, and Jupiter's up on the midpoint of that sun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you get Venus, Jupiter's sun. Let me just see what it says in my favorite book of combination of stellar oh, yes, influences. I have, I have that one too. I have the blue cover. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's see what it says. Harmonious dispositions in love, the artistic sense, the desire to get a loving husband, happiness and love. Ah, and that's adding Jupiter to it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so like, this would be, um, yeah, this would be a good day to get married. Uh, September the 29th is a Thursday. I got married the first time on a Thursday. Why? Well, and she's she's also. I mean, the other thing we we keep in mind is also that she's at the zero axis again. Yes. So yes. she's bringing back, bring you sort of highlighting. The, the the equinox moment. exactly so exactly. as she goes through that zero degrees yeah. so that. this could feel even though the tension you know of this big square that we uh, we've been dealing with forever seems like um this could be that that note of optimism yeah so and, that there is a way there is a way to get through this time well, because she's also then highlighting that that semi-square to the south nodes, uh, sesquic quadrant to the north. Right, to the nodal axis. Yeah, hiding, yeah. highlighting that, the fact that the nodal axis is still at 15, which is, mm -hmm. you know, the world axis point. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, it's, it's significant, I think, in all of that. Yeah, I would agree with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mercury is still trining Pluto, opposing Neptune. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and of course, so what that does, um, that particular combination, of course, is highlighting the fact that Mars is in Gemini. And, you know, so as people try to, you know, work with, um, you know, a Mercury Neptune, which is like, I, why don't you know what I'm saying? Why don't you understand, you know, and then this power. Yeah, because even though it's not not to the degree or anything, but it is Mars is squaring that Mercury. Yeah. Neptune opposition. And Mars is still tracking with Saturn. So, you know, it's, yeah. So they're on a bigger picture. It could be, you know, oh, yeah, a bit awkward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
unless you know if you're on the side that is um trying to get something done then um you know just recognize that clarity 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 to keep the project on track and at, at this particular moment here you've got the moon in scorpio sextiling mercury trining neptune Yo! <laughs> yeah, so this is a thursday thursday the 29th might be a bit well, so that you know that's interesting just yeah not good, probably going to be that noticeable unless you unless well, you're yeah. tied into doing something I'm tied moment. into the degrees that are being highlighted particularly yeah yeah, yeah it, it I should maybe pay attention to that because that yeah. moon would be on my mercury yeah <laughs> yeah so just yeah yeah just adds that entrance can get pretty uh extreme with yeah Scorpio so yeah so yeah. Just... Okay. I okay. So let's just go through one more day. I think is there only 30 days in September? Yep. There's only 30 days half September. September. Okay. So when we leave the month, we have Mercury is still retrograde, of course. Mars is tracking. Well, it's starting to leave. It's trying to Saturn. So hopefully but the it's, production push is past. But it's closer to that T-square with uh, Mercury and Neptune. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And now we have both planets, Saturn and uh, Uranus at 18 degrees. Our hearts go out to all those fixed sign people that have 18 degrees prominent we understand the tension is like please let me see that it's done yeah and, and the final hoorah is beginning so this well, too shall pass well everything passes but i love it when, i love it well but i love it when people say when's it gonna be over over <laughs> like well when you're dead for you because <laughs> you know doesn't end it just morphs into something else because things are always in motion right so it's exactly you know yeah. and and this isn't a moment by moment this is happening and then that's over and then this it's it's yeah a fluid, no it's a fluid thing it's uh yep everything is yeah always yeah big and changing and you know we just have to learn to ride the waves you know exactly exactly Okay, honey, I think I think we have another episode in the can, as they say. So, uh, for those who are listening on the radio, we have some episodes that are pre-recorded already that you will be hearing because I'm on a extended three-week gong show travel thing. <laughs> Not going to call it a holiday. <laughs> well, um, it will. I think in most people's minds, they would call it a holiday. But when you go visiting and you haven't talked to people, what I'm envisioning is five times I'll be doing the same blah blah blah. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, but that's well, okay. It'll be good to see. Getting for Mercury retrograde. Yes. Oh gosh, yes. Oh gosh, yes. That is so fitting. That is true. <laughs> And the next time Jill and I get together, I'll actually be with Jill in Victoria. So stay tuned. There will be new content coming your way. 
yeah. Um, yeah. And then figure out what that is going to be. Yes. Maybe <laughs> by then Jenna will be back into our circle. But in the meantime, thank you yeah. for listening to CJMP 90.1 FM, Cathet Regions Community Radio Station. And Jill and I will sign off. Bye, Jill. Bye.